Hi, this is 442FM, and I'm Kevin Ayers, etcher of 442. We're going to Russia. Well, it's tough news, right? Here's me, Adam Jackson, Constantinakosis, and John Davidson to discuss that and a whole lot more. And thank you for tuning in to 442 FM. I am your host, Adam Jackson. We are back. Uh, apologies for last week. We were meant to be recording a pod, but it got postponed because of a concert. So, uh, but we're, we're now back. Oh. We're chatting to you. In the room, we what have Kevin Ayres. Concert? What was a concert? concert? <laughs> Sensation. That was spotless. Was it Drake? <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Ayres is with us. Hello. Johnny Davidson. Hello. And... Everyone's favourite Australian con stammer Costas. How are we doing? Oh, maybe not everyone's favourite. I think Mile Jednak may may just uh, you nudge try, you out. Were you trying to say Greek Australian? <laughs> I, I think that's what you're inferring. Um, so the Socceroos are finally. We've made it. The road to Russia can continue, I suppose. Um, yeah, it's took it to the wire though. It's not been an enjoyable journey so far. There's been some speed bumps. There's been some potholes. I almost feel like we've chilled. We've killed some children along the way. <laughs> but it's not supposed to be enjoyable. It's football. Yeah, true. When, who's, who enjoys watching football? Barcelona fans. Yeah, well, even they probably don't get upset half the time. I can't like. There isn't. There isn't many nations that can qualify. For the for the World Cup and it, and it's actually enjoyable because if you think about all the top nations, their qualification to the World Cup, they're, they're assumed that they're going to be there. You know, like as a primarily an England fan, like we've kind of romped our way to the World Cup qualifying, but it's not been enjoyable to watch. It's been really <laughs> dull. Never, never and no, yeah, I could win ten 0 I was like, whoa, someone's going to play well. Yeah. Rubbish. <laughs> it was still more enjoyable probably than the 1974 and 1978 campaigns. Uh. I'm sure it was. They never made it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, coming from the inevitable Scottish perspective, um, it's 20 years now since we made a World Cup and mm. it, it hurts. It's yeah. it's a long, all, bloody all time. People would have said this. All people. people. <laughs> It's always room. down to the last couple of games too with Scotland, isn't it? You're always in with a chance. It's usually goal difference. There's almost always goal difference, whether it's at the World Cup itself or at qualifying for the World Cup. It used to be we went out at the group stage at goal, on goal difference. Now we're going out at the qualification stage on goal difference. Next time round, it probably won't even be goal difference. And is there any Scottish players playing outside the Scottish League? Jackson Irvine. <laughs> and nation. <laughs> isn't Ryan, isn't Ryan Gould a Scottish playing in Lisbon or something in Portugal? There's plenty of we we travel far yeah. better than the English do. I'm not mm. saying we necessarily travel well, but we generally go around the world much, much better than the English. The English have probably had, I think, less than a dozen players, probably less than 10, actually. And most of them have been Galacticos that have played for Real Madrid, yeah. or have been in the squad of Real Madrid, and but not really played a huge... Back in the yeah. Serie A in the days, Gaza and yeah. and yeah. Platt. But yeah. there's... There's Walker. Yeah, there's Walker. Um, before we get on to the the victory and the, the very enjoyable evening... Um, did we hear and while we're talking about other nations as well did you hear about the US obviously not qualified they're, they, they're petitioning to do this little quad losers quad series <laughs> so this is such an Americanism like American way of viewing sport it do, we don't care about the, the World Cup we'll have our own World Cup a World Series and we'll invite <laughs> the Netherlands <laughs> Italy and I think Chile and Chile that's actually not a bad competition I think I'd, it's I'd pretty good for that. I'd watch it <laughs> we're really good at organising sport where they're the only ones involved yeah. and calling it World Series and yeah. Championship yeah. so we're pretty good at it I reckon yeah I bet that all the, the FIFA sponsors that have jumped jumped ship the US will just just be rounding them up come back Sony <laughs> come and sponsor us instead it's come from the TV uh, companies right the American TV companies well they, they, they oh, paid 200 million dollars um, was it Fox 
pay two hundred million to snatch it away from ESPN, and then suddenly realise, oh shit, we've got nothing. Uh, we've got nothing. Two hundred million gone. Mexico better do well in that tournament. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the whole thing. So yeah, they've got to. Uh, they've invested probably what ten million to uh, actually have something worth broadcasting that people might tune in for. I really enjoyed your tweet to was it Grant Wall. The yeah, sports. He's, he's, Hi, Grant. He's, can you, <laughs> can you tell a story, please? No, I mean, um, three months ago, uh, when the USA got knocked out, uh, he uh, put up a tweet saying, I think whoever finishes fourth will at least take heart from the fact that uh, neither Syria or Australia are very good. Stop at all. Uh, three months later. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Grant. <laughs> I'm watching a Honduras game. And how bad Honduras were. You have to really think how bad is CONCACAF. Yeah. I mean, Asia obviously has a lot of issues and there's not a lot of great teams, but comparatively, and how bad the USA um, must have been. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, they were like a League Two non conference team. That yeah. I, 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 I Playing on a League Two non conference pitch worse, in that, in that first one. Yeah. They yeah. didn't turn up at all for no. either of those games, but I'm not necessarily sure that was representative of their football. Mm. Um, I, I find it hard to believe that a team could have got that far in qualification and played yeah. like that the whole way through because mm. you can't you can't that was really plodding pedestrian football uh, that they showed and they, you can't get that far yeah. by I playing like that I, I, I disagree with they didn't show anything over the two games they did it was about a five minute spell after Jednak scored that free kick where this team that played really quick passing football just came alive for five minutes mm. and then just kind of went back to just trying to stop um, Socceroos from yeah, playing I mean, and you, you kind of saw a little bit of a glimpse of what Honduras could be it was interesting actually because when they actually did play and there was that short spell mm. it was very South American style rather than Central American North American yeah, yeah. it was you know the gaucho mm. runs into the box dribbling away one man solo efforts yeah. which is kind of old school in its own way but you know also fantastic to watch when it comes off but yeah that was very short lived mm. they, they just went that, it was how it was Wilkinson long balls yeah I mean it was, it was just, yeah, but having true. said that you know given the way that we've lined up previously those long balls to the corner yeah, were yeah, very effective they're, against they're, us yeah they yeah. executed right I mean yeah. it, it brings us nicely onto the next point of how Ange did develop and evolve that back three to a point where actually I think it worked uh, I'm not necessarily convinced against a higher no. grand standard of opponent just yet, but certainly for the job that we needed to do, he'd taken on board the comp- uh, the, uh, the criticism that you need three, effectively three central defenders in that back three, push the full-backs or wing-backs out to the side and let them do vague de- defensive duties, mm. keep your three central defenders central. Stop expecting them to do two jobs, mm. two side guys. Uh, and just that alone made such a huge difference. Mm. German, I think, is a fantastic addition to the squad. Yeah, uh, I can see him being a, a mainstay, to be honest. Um, he's everything you, you look for in a defender. He, he looks the part. He looks like a German stormtrooper. Uh, he will break your legs at the first <laughs> sign of trouble, as he tries to do in the first two minutes. Uh, and uh, Trent Sainsbury is a great um, uh, a foil to him as well because he's he's got the technique, the style, and the ability uh, to to do those last minute diving uh, tackles and get the ball, not get the man, get the ball, uh, and just save us when we need to be done. I really trust Sainsbury in that centre centre three. Like, yeah. For me, probably I would say he was my player of the the two games. Yeah. Uh, Sainsbury. Oh, he was he was amazing. We were lucky though; he was playing regularly before those two Honduras games. He played mm. three games in a row. But I think um, my my view on it is that Honduras, everything that could go wrong, did go wrong for Honduras. They had a few players out injured before. Key players, the captain and uh, a couple of attackers, were were not in the first leg. Mm. And then they had that pitch and. I know they're used to playing on that pitch, but that pitch did not suit them at all. Um, I think that pitch, though. It, it is their pitch, but they had so much rain in it, and it's um, it stopped oh, the their counter attack. The then we finished. Really? Then we had the, them, you know, the Australian spying on them. Um, uh, they had the <laughs> kids with the drone. That's right. They had the, oh, they yeah. had that. They had to fly in economy while the Australians were all oh. in massage, uh, getting massaged and space age glasses. 
I like there was a, there I was apparently time with those glasses. There was apparently sixty three seats on the chartered plane of the Socceroos that came back. Oh. They could have fit the whole hundred squad <laughs> officials and a couple of fans. <laughs> um, but you know, we didn't have to. So why why would, why, why, why would you? Advantage yeah, exactly. Yeah, you yeah. Have your yeah. Yeah. We take every advantage we can, and uh, you know, I think there was a little bit of tall poppy. Uh, criticism about you know what are we actually celebrating with you know the Socceroos flying back this way is it just that we're richer than uh, Honduras and it wasn't it was I personally the thing I took from it was how seriously the FFA were actually taking this mm. match they were willing to invest millions to try and get and that was uh, that was the only first well not the only first one but 2005 they did a similar thing before that they that's right did. yeah, yeah. <laughs> they'd fly economy they'd, they'd, they'd fly the cheapest money, so. cheapest yeah. flights and Tapway would have to pay for his own flight back yeah well Scott Chiverfield did in 2001 didn't he yeah New Zealand for the yeah know, I mean the, the, coincidentally I was just looking at flights to, to Russia and there was I've got two options if I'm going to go uh, one is the 31 hour flight with Etihad Airways which is still a long flight but the other option is the Soccer Australia option which is 60 hours for eighteen hundred dollars. Are you going via the moon? <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be quicker. I think it sounds like you're swimming part of the way. Yeah. Sixty yeah. hours to European and part takes, of Russia. You know, probably twenty, eighteen, nineteen to Dubai or yep. seventeen to Dubai and yep. you know. It's uh, um we're Facebook living, of course, at the moment. So we've got a question here from uh, Christina. Oh, when am I going to pronounce her surname wrong? Is it Comey? Comey. <laughs> Sorry, Christina. Comey. Christina. Christina. Yeah. <laughs> Good question, Christina. Um, do you think Sainsbury should stay in China? No. I don't think it's going to be an issue, to be honest. I think he's going to get snapped up very quickly, uh, based on the performances recently. If I'd he's the same in Holland. Yeah, well, they're not going to the World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> I think anywhere in a decent league where he's playing regularly, it would have been yeah. Holland, Belgium, yeah. Germany. I just don't think China, you know, is going to be the standard uh, required. No, I can see him moving in January. To be honest, mm-hmm. as soon as that. Well, you think his stock has risen? Exactly. Could, could he get? Isn't he out for a while? Did he have surgery? Oh, yeah, he just had surgery so yesterday. Isn't he out for? I'm not. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's really unclear what what it, there was no. There's nothing that's come out in terms of exactly what he went in for surgery for. There's a lot. Of, we kind of think Maybe that it's groin. Or, yeah, it could yeah. be could be hernia. Obviously or, played with it, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. Same thing he can play through. He's out of all the soccerers, he would be someone I'd like to be his friend. I'm sure he wouldn't <laughs> let me. I'm sure he's got cooler people to. Hey, you can hang out with All right. About, uh, Should we try and hook this up? Swagger about him. Like <laughs> a press so. conference. Uh, uh, um, drinking pre- out of a shoe. Yeah, drinking yeah. out of a shoe, opening yeah. bottles with his teeth. He's a larrikin. There is a lot of Daniel Ricciardo character quiet. See if he can do 52 cans on the way to London. I've got an idea. How about we get 20 football fans and Trent Sainsbury, whilst he's injured... And do like a bachelorette style, and then he picks who he wants to be mates with oh, yeah. at the end of it. I hope that answered your, it, your question, Christina. I said it first. I said it first. You'd be heartbroken though if you I didn't would. get the rose. Um, <laughs> the other thing that I was going to say was um, Yedinak was. Yeah. Out of all the things we could I talk meant. about, tactics and stuff, ha- having someone like him back in the team. I got frustrated in the first leg. Oh really? Mainly, yeah, he, he was pretty good, but then that distribution thing was just some sum up summed up perfectly when he had that plenty of time in the ball and just passed straight into touch. Yeah, there was a couple of those. Yeah, there's only like a couple of those. Though. There's only a couple of those. I've seen other games but, where he's but been much worse. We're talking world class talent here. You know, no, no, we can't no, afford to do that even once. Ninety nine minutes. The way he just ninety nine minutes coming into that though, like, I mean, that's amazing. That Mm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. the way he just shoved Hondurans away, like just like get out of here, like that's what he was there for. Yeah, and and I think that is that is what we we do need that at times. We yes, we, we, we need that, we need that because mongrel. because I think like I think with when when Milligan plays that position, he is he's not quite an enforcer. And he's not quite a moy creative midfielder, and he kind of sits somewhere in between. And I think that's fine when we're playing against like Thailand and Syria, where you, you, you might have a bit more. But I feel like with Jednak, we will need him at the World Cup in that role. 
I don't think there's a, there's a place for Milligan in that squad with with Jednak. I think there's. You think? Yeah. I think they can work together. To be honest, I don't think it worked very well in that second like, game. Milligan, yeah, what, Milligan was a little bit anonymous. I can see him going, but I can I see Adam's point of view, and I think mm. particularly when you've got Irvine and Longo, I thought did really well. Yeah. In the first leg, and also in Chile, mm. they were phenomenal mm. and offered something a little bit different. I mean, how many central midfielders similar do you do you take? Yeah. I think the problem is we now have actually quite a lot of depth yes. uh, to the squad but by the same token that brings us to the situation where Ange doesn't necessarily know and I certainly don't know what our best living is anymore yeah. um, it's, it's not it, quite a good I, position to be in though it is I mean it, it's a good position to be in in some ways but in other ways it can be you know quite irritating um, I think we were close to our best living starting uh, on last week second, second leg. leg second leg yeah the way he rotated players was brilliant mm. yeah because they yeah. were he kept them fresh and yeah. yeah when he doesn't play because um, I, I thought the way the soccer was played in that first leg was similar to the way they played against Chile and they had that kind of a similar squad they had uh, um, Luongo and Irvine, Irvine. Yeah. and the way they pressure teams um, I think that's a good lineup having those two there but you can't have them and Rogic and Moy um, so, like mm. I said, he's got a lot of decisions to make. It's the, the who the what the makeup of the midfield is is going to be interesting to see, depending on which team we play. But I think it's good that he's got both. He's got depth in having th- those two players because uh, um, with Chile, with Chile, it was a different style of play compared to the other to the other games. And if we can get more in Rogic to to play up where they can be together mm. and ha- show how good they are, then. We've got. It's very exciting, but they st- we still haven't got there with those two. Games. Yeah, I mean the the Chile game keeps coming up, but it was the game where we didn't play the two of them together. Yeah, that's uh, right. In fact, did we we didn't play either of them, did we? No, no, they didn't. Mm. I was I was there. Yeah. they were incredibly physical. The whole Cahill from the start, he started. Mm. Yeah, and he because it was such a short turner, and he did rotate a lot of players. But that was the best performance that the soccerers have had, I think, since probably Germany. Um, when we got that draw with Germany in Germany, mm. by far. Um, I'm carry on, guys. I've just got to tweak the uh, the phone. Wi-Fi is going down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. This is this is why we don't record live <laughs> because we can't have that. Kevin just walks off to fix his phone. <laughs> um, all right then. Um, do you know what? We've we, we've been chatting for twenty minutes or so about the Socceroos, and we've not spoken about if Angie's going to be there at the World Cup yet. Oh. I think the meeting's today. I saw somebody coming in, I think, yeah. Okay. It was interesting that a few players came out and think he's gone pre. Um, you think he's what? I think he's going to go. Really? Yeah. He can't go. For, for, for me, if he, unless he's got a very good offer on the table, which, and for me, that is top European league, mm. then how could he not see this three-man at the back... Um, his team he, he, you know he's created this and, and I think when like to kind of uh, talk about what uh, Kev was saying before about um, how the three at the back probably isn't um, isn't going to work against top mm. world class opposition I think it probably could imagine if we set up with almost a five at the back against a a, a really top nation a Germany a Spain I feel like that is where we could and then we've got the flair players that play as like a top three mm. that is a Moy a Rogic and, and maybe a um, like a, a Juric who can hold up play I, I think there's I think that we could cause a lot more uh, damage than we did do like four years ago I think the, the difference is the state of mind as well you, you're saying now a back five it is more it's much closer to a back five uh, I still think it's a transitional back three but it, it's definitely not the rigid back three that it was when we first started mm. we've got wing backs coming back and actually playing a decent role mm. in defence Leckie's growth in his defensive abilities is just huge yeah, I think uh, yeah um, oh Beige Beige, 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 Beige was on fire and, and the, yeah. the left hand side of uh, Beige and Moy combined really mm. well yeah. Moy did a lot of defending in both games and I think that's the key too is, is both of them taking turns to be there in defence and combining well in attack the the 
combination of Moy and uh, a Aziz Bej uh, was just immense. Though I mean, everything, literally everything, was coming through him yeah. through the pair of them. Uh, I think you know Honduras already said that they were going to they're marking Lecky. They thought he was the biggest danger man. They marked him out of the game and left the left wing completely mm. wide open mm. as a result. Which thanks very much. We'll take yeah. that. <laughs> Maybe it's just was it um, almost a year or uh, since he's sort of introduced the back. Maybe it's just sort of time that the players have gotten used mm. to now and have played many games. They're just sort of coming to grips with it. Maybe that's the. Yeah, you know. I mean, I, th- I think there is a growth that we've gone through. Mm. It's it's been really painful. Yeah, fire, but yeah. yeah. Um, and perhaps you know we could have saved some of that growth for friendlies after we'd <laughs> qualified which might have been a better idea. Oh, don't uh, you don't get many options, though. Um, so I, I had a quick look through at the... the Cup, so well, we could have had four just there. Four. Well, yeah. Two, oh, two later yeah, if we would have... If we had qualified. If we had a qualified we two then. or three before the first game. Yeah, so last, year, last for 2014, we, only, we had one game against Ecuador on the 5th of March and then the South Africa game on the 26th of May. And they, those those were the two games and bef- Croatia. Um, yeah, before we went to Brazil, and then yeah. we had one yeah. one warm up there. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, talking to the FFA, I think they're now scouting out trying to bring possibly Italy out here, which would be huge. That would be, that would be yes. yeah, that, well, that would be what, what, that's a serious yeah. MCG filler yeah. send off. Yeah. That'd mm. be fantastic. Uh, <laughs> but I could I fill that a few times over. <laughs> Interestingly, I think they're also going to try and fit in a game in Europe. Uh, somewhere between presumably yeah. leaving here and Russia don't yeah, well, that's somewhere in Yorkshire would be great but just <laughs> don't play Brazil or France whatever you do yeah. <laughs> don't, don't hold Garossi yeah. at this Ange if he, if he does stay well I mean Holland's the obvious <laughs> choice there <laughs> oh, that's right Lichtenstein one yeah. of the giants Andorra well that, yeah um, that was in England wasn't it on, on the 5th of 5th of March um, Ecuador so that, that was four three. Oh yeah, that's right. Well, we was it the den? Oh, yeah, we were we were doing nil. really well. Wasn't there a three, two nil? We were up three, three one or something. Yeah, and then yeah. it all went tits up. But um, yeah, but that no, was a good. It was a good, uh, good evening, and it mm. was an interesting evening. Yeah, but very it's, early in the end. It's just very very interesting uh, the way that we were talking about Andy and his formation because this is what qualifying does and and uh, and getting to the World Cup does. When it looked perilous, we were just. Like this is three five three is wrong. Three at the back, it's not working. Um, uh, he's he's uh, arrogant. He's egotistical. Now it's he's an outsider. Yeah, he's an outsider. But now we can see what, what Angie's doing, and there's a method to his madness. And I think he's um, winners are grinners, and winners are correct. And people who win like the history and all that sort of stuff. And mm. he's, I think he's shown that. And yeah, he has. But he also did make mistakes along the way. Yeah, you definitely. know, he, he was playing one centre back and two half fullbacks half centre backs in the, that back three that was bad it showed it was bad people pointed out it was bad and he arced up against that that's what pissed people off well he took it all upon himself mm. he did yeah that's what he and, and also I was a bit naive thinking that he was the one that said he was going to leave because he was and he Put that out into the public yeah. sphere himself oh, to get the. Um, <laughs> finally, <laughs> finally, we got that. I was going crazy, but I've just yeah. you know I learned a couple of things myself. Um, <laughs> yes, the mafia has to had to have a chat with me. Um, <laughs> but it's it's interesting that he did take that all upon himself. Like it's. His answer's just much smarter well, he than us, he much he crazier than us. He couldn't blame the players for that because that was his decision. Mm-hmm. It was his d- choice to rip up the, his uh, philosophy and try something completely new. It was, he, was, he was shoehorning players into roles that they weren't necessarily equipped for. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't, if he had turned around and blamed the players, really all hell would have been oh, yeah, worse. It was, it was interesting. There was a, a really good interview on Offsiders on Sunday. I don't know if any of you watched it, but it's also partly interested that he'll only really do interviews with the ABC, who presumably he's been paid by, but he won't do anyone with any in the football media. But he was explaining how he, he was trying to educate part of the Australian football public and part of what he was doing, and obviously he wouldn't make a decision on his future, but it wasn't... He sort of even admitted, I think, that he could have handled things better. Oh, when he yeah. said that um, when he was an outsider? Yeah. Oh, no, 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 just on, on the on the show Offsiders on Sunday. No, no, no. The, the, 
yeah, explaining he, explaining what he described himself as. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And saying he could have, um, he was having a go at yes. the certain sections of the media. Yeah. yeah, he's allowed one go. When you, oh, want. definitely one go. That's it. Though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no more. <laughs> don't push, don't push him up. Uh, where do you think he'll end up? If he, if he does leave pre-World Cup, where... I think in Asia, really. Asia. Do you think? think so? I just can't see him doing that, to be yeah. honest. I think that would be torture for him. I think he, he would be instantly misunderstood, undermined, and probably get the Arnie treatment, where, you know, he's just completely sidelined out the door as soon as possible. Um, he needs... Uh, I think he, he needs either a good, solid European country or Anglo of some sort. I was going to say, when you look at what the experience of Tony Popovich is having, and then Harry Kuehl midweek as well. Yeah, not necessarily Europe is the best. One. Look, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's going to be hard for any Australian coach. Exactly. That's just the bottom line. No matter, you could win the World Cup. I mean, he's won the Asian Cup, and I mm-hmm. still don't think he would get you know credit and respect mm-hmm. overseas. But how much leverage does he have now with the FFA? Can he? He could almost say, "Okay, I want this. I want that. I want that." Not for himself personally, but for Australian football. Like, what, what, what else does he? What like what? What relegation, he... promotion, relegation, four more mm. teams. <laughs> uh, We've well, essentially had two assistants Aust- already leave. Gombau's gone. Milicic mm. is still there, but he's with the Oli Roos. So mm. I think it's on a point here that maybe he's moving on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, true. that's a good point. Yeah. Klamovsky's still there, isn't he? He's it? in the Joeys, but yeah. I don't know how full-time that role is as opposed to... I think uh, the, the idea always was that there was always going to be an integrated unit where you would have mm. duplicate roles so that yes. Andrew's effectively head, head coach of all of these yeah. uh, youth Technical teams. director as well as... Exactly. Mm. Uh, so keeping them in those positions mm. is part and parcel of mm. it. So, like, I think that's a, a brilliant idea and it's so long-termist for him to to kind of leave and not fully see the project through it would be such a shame yeah I think he's the best coach to take us through to the World Cup and he's definitely earned that right but whether Mm. he wants to do it or not yeah and and seeing someone else come in and do a whole new system when we've been these players have been playing with 3-5-3 and evolved to a way where they dominated a team that Mm. we're all scared of that they were going to they were going to beat Australia and to dominate them um, especially when they the last three World Cup qualifiers they had drew with USA, Costa Rica, and beat Mexico. Like that's that's not they're not a shit team. Sorry for swearing, but <laughs> that's not a um, yeah. So I, I, I'm I, and what would uh, Graham Arnold do? You just think of what Graham Arnold would do to that soccer. Is not I mean Graham Arnold's a great coach. He's been doing amazing things, but he, he wouldn't be. Well, you look you look at what he didn't came in what with one or two games before. Well, he did, obviously he's a elite you know world standard but mm. you know maybe a, a, a similar coach could come in and do a short term job and have great respect you just don't know who, 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 who could come in Hitting? would you do Hitting? I, I don't know if, I don't, what's Hitting, Hitting been two? doing lately is he getting a bit long in the tooth I don't yeah I mean, respect to Sir Gus Hitting certainly has gone off the boil in his yeah. last few projects I think and not quite had that magic touch he once had I think mm. I reckon David Moyes will be available pretty soon as well <laughs> again <laughs> I think uh, isn't Tony Poulos supposed to be I saw someone on tweeting Tony Poulos is the man to take us no, no. Harry Redknapp's got experience in Asia with Jordan <laughs> and Central Coast Mariners yeah, yeah. Oh, the, yeah. sorry the South Coast Mariners South Coast Mariners yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no I, I it's all, it's all you probably got a house in, uh, <laughs> up on the, up on the coast for that. But no, hopefully, hopefully it does stay. Definitely. Mm. Well, apparently we should know the answer tomorrow, which is probably going to make this whole discussion oh, completely yeah. out of date by the time you hear this. Well, um, on that, let's talk about the FA Cup final tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great match. Yeah. One of the ones. <laughs> definitely ended in a result. Um, okay, final question from me on on the Socceroos, um, and let's let's start with you, John. What what would you want to see from the Socceroos doing over the next six months? Uh, we kind of said there isn't that much opportunity, but um, for games, like what what do you think we can expect? I think ooh, good question, but apart from hopefully Italy, I think a bit of experimentation, you know, and maybe see if if someone can come in. Someone who's impressed me the last sort of couple of months has been Dimi Petrados. Obviously, he's sort of a 
a number 10, we don't really have many players in that role. So whether mm-hmm. there's someone like that or a young striker who can come through, I think apart from that, the rest of the squad's pretty well settled. But we definitely scoring goals. We don't have any many natural goal scorers or creators. Mm-hmm. He's someone who can do both. Yeah, and he's he's in good form. Um, maybe too early for him, but yeah, obviously we can make that argument in in April, the end of the season, depending how he plays. We started very well. Mm. I suppose. Um De Silva's been linked, uh, linked in, a, in that similar kind of, n- of number games. ten, number yeah. eleven. You know, can play central, can play that, play out wide. I suppose the the three at the back formation doesn't leave us with those kind of high winger positions, really, no. does it? No. So, and that's why probably Cruz has um, not really seen as much game time as he has done in recent years. But he's not given me that much to. Put him on my on my starting eleven. Yeah, from no. from previous games. Well, well, all the French players are, are are already within Angers squads. So, like Goodwin goes back. They're, they're you know Angers. I would, I would like mm. to see um, more opportunities come. Yeah, you between now and the World Cup yeah. for players like goes back, but also Jamie McLaren. I think we really really need to. Uh, yep, definitely. Yeah. Uh, possibly even Demi Petratos possibly um, Adam Taggart as well we've got to get some strikers in there we know what Tommy Urich can do now mm. Kale might not be you know might not be playing we, we need the options and what we've about, got six months to try and find an option what about and as many friendlies Mabratu at the World Cup scoring for Australia make for good headlines everyone's yeah. screaming goal goal for Australia like that's <laughs> Can you imagine the South American commentators? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the whole continent would just explode. <laughs> All their dreams had come, commentating dreams had come true. Just before we go, I did ask on Twitter before we came in here for uh, some Twitter followers, best, worst, most bizarre moments. Uh, so I'll just read a few. Jane Morley's best was finally settling who should play left back. Having a working back three, I'd go along with that. Worst was copying the away goal against Syria when we could see it coming because it mm. mirrored the same way we struggled against the Saudis. Uh, bizarre, Thailand and the frame off the goal. i also agree with that. Yeah. Um, Tim Edwards, sportsocratic best moment for the Ruse this campaign was Devana's volley against Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> Hands down, can't think of any others. Uh, and uh, Rick Pritchard just says... Cahill's late goal away at UAE was very important. Japan loss was the worst, and Jednak's free kick versus Kyrgyzstan was bizarre. I can't actually remember that. Sorry, guys. No, can no, anybody else? I think that Thailand game in Melbourne is probably the most bizarre game in terms of dominance. Oh, the ball just would not go in. Yeah. yeah. Um, World Cup draw made on the 1st of December in Moscow. So, what's that? 10, ten days away? Um, who, do, who do you want to see? Well, I, I can't remember exactly who I put out. I, I remember it was Poland, Iran, and maybe Uruguay. And I already had some Polish troll tweet me as if I was suggesting that Poland would be easy beats. Yeah. Um, I don't I, think they'd be easy were. beats. I just think they <laughs> might be beatable, but apparently they're the best thing and I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but I think Iran and Uruguay, just for the history, like we haven't played yeah, Iran yeah. since 97. Uh, and there's also a massive Iranian community in, in Australia, which I didn't know until the Asian Cup mm. just came out from... Yeah, they came out in hordes, didn't they? Yeah, they were awesome. So, can we can we meet? We can't. We can't. No, they're in the same pot as us. Yeah, yeah, that's the. No, I don't think they're the same pot. But you can't meet another Asian. Right. Okay. Because there's only what four. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. But Uruguay would be just for the history. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, they're they're a very good team. But in terms of Mm. progression, I'd rather see Peru personally. Yeah. Well, we always seem to get pretty hard groups, don't we? Yeah. I can't remember. Lot in four World Cups we haven't really had an East, East Germany, West Germany, Chile, um, Brazil, Spain, Croatia, Holland, Japan, Spain, Netherlands, yeah. Netherlands um, Chile, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Germany in 2010. Yeah. Uh, so. yeah. If you want to get to the final, you've got to play the big team sometimes. Well, that's, that's, mm. It's the World Cup, you've got to play yeah. the best. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, England, England would be an interesting game. It'd be nice, yeah, it'd be nice yeah, to have England. That, that rivalry, yeah, it wouldn't be an easy game, but England generally choking. Yeah, absolutely. I love. Um, I, I know firsthand from major tournaments as I booked my flight after we drew Iceland in the Euros last last year. Booked my flight, booked my tickets to the quarterfinal. Yeah, <laughs> and we got beat by Iceland. And I went and watched Iceland versus France at uh, Stade de France. It was, it was an awesome game. At the last World Cup, me and Kevin were booked to go and see England Costa Rica. 
from another part of Brazil, which we cancelled. Yeah. Oh, you know, England went. And that was a fantastic game. It was a draw, wasn't it? Not yeah. England out of the World Cup. Yeah. It's the day we had to leave Vitoria, wasn't it? Yeah. It was. all, all got brought forward. It was heartbreaking. <laughs> For me, the, the, the group I'd like to see is Argentina, England, Costa Rica, and Australia. Could we. Would we be able to have Costa Rica as well as the Concacaf, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a good point. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah that'd be that. fine. Especially Iceland would be good. I just really mm. love when yeah. they played Brazil. Um, Poland, Peru, and Iceland World Cup. Well, Croatia, Croatia again. Oh, that, that would be that a good was, one I mean, for that was, yeah. 2006. That was an amazing game. I was, I was at that game. That was amazing. Yeah. Graham Paul. Yeah. <laughs> you were at that game. Yeah. Yeah, didn't know that. Yeah, that was that was the start of my Australian fanhood, and that's why I can comfortably say we when referring to when referring to Australia now, because I followed the, the Socceroos around Brazil for, around Brazil around um, Germany that that year. It was brilliant. Um, right then, so yeah, as, as I said before, international windows middle of March, nineteenth to twenty seventh, where we could play a game. Um, I would assume that will be a European based. As we said before, maybe maybe even England. That'd be nice. England at Wembley. That could be a good. That'd be a nice warm-up game. Um, and then it's around like the last week of May, isn't it, that we'll come back and have like a farewell game yeah. here? Yeah. I think it was the twenty-sixth um, in twenty fourteen. So we've had Turkey in the past and Greece and China. China was a terrible one. No, no one's going to go. Do we have one New Zealand? It's, it's so we did. And someone was it Vince, was Vince Grillo? Vince Grillo was, broke um, someone's leg. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My brother was at a game. I remember in time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, uh, that wasn't good. Um, poor New Zealand. Yes. They really got yeah. battered in that second leg. Yeah, it was a shame. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Would have been nice to would have been nice to have the Kiwis over there as well. Yeah. Um, a League, let's have a quick A League chat. Um, we won't touch on um, we, we, on every game, but um, we'll start with the top of the table clash as we've got Jets versus Sydney on the couch. You didn't bring in your, your boss beard. Oh yes, yeah. oh. I thought you had. Oh god. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. I, I was in Melbourne so I only caught I didn't get the whole game but very dis- I mean, disappointing that the Jets unbeaten runs finished but the, yeah. the goalkeeping howlers oh. I mean you really see two howlers back to back in the space of five minutes um, but I think with Noah Donovan um, wasn't a you know to lose by one goal to the team that's lost twice in a year yeah. uh, I think the Jets can still you know, look to the rest of a good season obviously victory tomorrow so continues on but what's the story with O'Donovan so there was not, some... yeah he's not playing I think it's um, I think he's got a bit of a tweak in his hammy so they're being very careful obviously and they're not going to tear so he's not going to play tomorrow night I just saw as we came in so I literally just put him into my fancy football team <laughs> <laughs> I, I should have asked Ernie I thought he had some sort so of cursed. mafia uh, connection ESP um, no I spoke to him Ernie actually last week and he was saying about we need to get players in we need to get recruits because Georgievsky's out for a while so they are quite thin mm. obviously uh, Vargas right, is yes. out yeah so I think it's going to only be really till January when the window opens Jeez. So, yeah. um, I, I feel like even without those those players there's still a lot of promise for, for Jets I've been really impressed like you, you, is it too early for you to give a prediction on on what table finish I think it's probably too early I think at this point if they didn't make the six, that would be a bit of a shock because we're what a third of the way through. Yeah, but they've managed to do that for eight years, so <laughs> not make the six. Yeah, but no, I've been very surprised. I, I wasn't sure Munich was the right choice. So some of the signings, I was a bit like, and they've been fantastic, and he's done a great job. And um, you know, Petrasos and O'Donovan and the way they play, they're quite entertaining. They're scoring goals, a lot of goals. Um, so yeah, good times I think in, in Newcastle, and long may they continue. Good game on Thursday night. Jets will host Melbourne Victory, who've just won their first game. I, I really like these Thursday night games. I'm, I'm a big fan. Con shook his head. I like watching them on TV, but I don't think I'd ever be arsed to actually go out and go to one, which is the rugby league conundrum, True. isn't it? Yeah. Midweek sport doesn't work in Australia, does it? No. Mm. Sport. We, li- we like watching it, but we don't, we don't like going. Yeah. yeah. Monday yeah. night games, Thursday night Sunday games. Sunday night yeah. games. Yeah, I think Sunday we, night. It's, if it's there's no enough, times we, can, we can't figure out a time we want to go though. No. That's the problem in Australia. Yeah, there's some 
But I, I'm busy at weekends normally, so I don't really. <laughs> I mean, I must admit, at my best time to watch football is midnight on a Saturday. <laughs> yeah. The FFA just aren't cashing in <laughs> on this opportunity. Crowd is <laughs> it, it would be good for Sydney as soon as lockout law kicks yeah, out, yeah, yeah. kicks everyone out of pubs, yeah, and then they open the Alliance. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> That's perfect timing right there. And yeah, obviously, the bar has to be open full strength. Yeah. 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 Maybe spirits. Serving kebabs at the, instead of pies. I think we could be on something here. Wow. I think we've just had some genius ideas. The Bachelorette uh, <laughs> Socceroos version. Yeah. Coming in the next issue. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Victory getting a win. That's Victory won. Yeah. And immediately go up to six, fourth position or six? Six. six. Wow. One win, six position. I guess that stands as testimony to the effectiveness of the salary cap does it <laughs> or is it just a shit competition I can't I, I always forget which of which well, I, I don't like to blast the competition but we we were talking before the pod there was so many mistakes in this round it was like the goalkeeper's curse wasn't it goalkeepers centre backs passing to strikers yeah, yeah, in yeah. front of goal like it was I think if we if we went through, so let, we'll, we'll talk about the Brisbane uh, Brisbane game because pretty much all of Brisbane's goals were the goalkeeping or defending mm. errors. Um, I don't like City's defence. Like Golekovic has been pretty good so far, but yeah, they're not nightmare. And I, don't, I, I, there's a lot of talk about City bringing in these players that potentially might replace Cahill. They need to invest in some solid defence. Uh, uh, why do you want to replace Cahill? This is the thing I don't really understand, though. You've got an international world-class quality striker there. Your other world-class striker is injured. Uh, Ross McCarmack seems to be erratic, but good when he's on form. Why not playing Cahill more? And he well, hasn't had a chance your... to play him until, until recently. I haven't really had a chance, though. He's been away on crew duty and... But even he's been off the bench prior to mm. that. Uh, well, they were they were undefeated until the week before last. Like I think it was working for. Yeah. Choice. And the thing is, it's his. He doesn't have to care about the Socceroos. He's got to get wins for Melbourne City. No, mm. absolutely. But I mean, given the given the form that he shows for mm. the Socceroos, he. Yeah. Well, it seems it seems like he wants to go now. So then, it, then it's the situation. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm. I suppose it's a good point though. If you've got where what seven rounds in. And Cahill's not been available for well, definitely two, potentially three, um, from from Socceroos duty. And then even the ones that the games, the weekend that he's been back for, is is flown from on his ankle and the other one. Yeah, 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 yeah true. So, yeah, do you, like the the game before he's about to jet off and mm. potentially not play for the next two weeks, probably not starting if I was the coach as well. Yeah, I mean, Matt Ryan started this morning, which actually I, I thought was dub- dubious mm. but I mean if he can fly around the world like that and after back to back 90 minutes and mm. he's, he's only 40 years younger as well only yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Moy played for Huddersfield at the did. weekend yeah got thrashed not very well either <laughs> um, well uh, where are we Perth Glory Perth Glory what, what is happening at Glory what needs um, to change? They started off pretty well and just seemed to fade away well, very I quickly. My hand has been a jinx when I was there a week and a half ago, and Adam Taggart got injured in the last. Mm. Um, <laughs> and all the press were like, "What? What happened then?" Because um, he got carried off and just went up for a header, very innocuous, and did his hammy at that. Mm. Before the Phoenix game, which was obviously a nightmare for them. Um, yeah, it's really surprising. I th- you look at their squad on paper; it's still a very, very good squad. So Kyo started well again, and then. Just faded away. Castro, Castro, Chavi yeah, Torres has mm. done nothing like what we might have expected from him. It's just really disappointing. Time for Kenny to move on. Do you think? It's been there a long time. I think you know if they finished sixth or fifth. I think. Yeah. It, they're not developing anywhere at no. the moment. That's for sure. They're not going anywhere. They're not uh, doing anything new. They're just going to scrape into the finals again, at yeah. best, the way things are going. It feels like it's the off-season still. Yeah, it it's does either, kind of. It's either yeah. screamers or mistakes. Mm. Like, you get a goal like Adlung from... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what gets, finish? Um, you know, someone dropping the ball 
but a goalkeeper dropping the ball twice or like a fender falling over or something like that. Like it's really it hasn't picked up. Um, do, you, do you think really. it's the Socceroos just taking a bit of uh, a bit of focus? The FFA Cup, like after tonight, after the Socceroos are qualified, it's it's A League now until. May, or, uh, but I got a football fatigue. Is that, is that a real thing? <laughs> I did get fatigued. Yeah, this I, weekend. I just don't. The biggest problem I have is even the FFA seem bored of the A League. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I've had players and senior officials is that, say, is that, why say they, that it's stagnating to me. Yeah, I think that, there's definitely that feeling. <laughs> I think that's permanent. Is that why they where they had a phone call and they said, "Oh, listen, we've got to um, cancel the game." And uh, they're just like, yeah, I right, know, just cancel the game. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. yeah whatever. Is there a game on? <laughs> <laughs> just, I think. I can't think. Bothered to figure out where. All the stuff to do. with Ange and then the Congress, FFA Congress, and the revolt of the MPL clubs, and but you all the f- other issues, I think, has just overshadowed. Sucked, the sucked season. the life, the, the enthusiasm. Life, the energy, the, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, but you would base, think yeah. there must be a team in the FFA that is. Focused only on developing the A League and promoting the A League. Or marketing department. Yeah. And nothing. You know, this year has been diabolical Mm. in terms of promotion, in terms of messaging. I don't think the standard's actually been decent so far as well. Yeah. I haven't seen every game, but for what I've seen, I've been travelling around a lot, but compared to maybe some previous seasons. But yeah, I think the the messaging and the promotion has actually been... Yeah, you're looking at it through rugby league eyes, though. (laughs) (laughs) You are coming from the rugby league World Cup. Yeah, well, that, that's that's flying a lot on the radar too. Which for, yeah, it has a lot. Yeah, but that's a different that's a different debate. But I, I just think there needs to be promoted so much better. Um, it's not being sort of uh, yeah, definitely. Promotes. And uh, like you, you know, I've spoken to people in positions of responsibility within the A League and FFA, and all saying the same thing. You know, it's stagnant. The opportunity to expand should have been come and gone three, four years ago. Yeah. Wanderers came in, lit the place up mm. with the, the new energy, enthusiasm, excitement. Yeah. And two years later, should have been bang, two more teams. Let's let's keep this ball There's rolling. No marquees to sort of help sell the league, and and no new teams. I think if you put two new teams in, or you bought in three marquees like they did with Ono and ADP and Hesky, yeah. you immediately get headlines and a bit of a buzz. Yeah. It just doesn't happen. No. Um, got an idea for finals. So top six finals, the bottom four. Playoff in a like US, Italy, Netherlands style losers, losers <laughs> quad. You reckon? And, the, and the, the bottom ranked team has to sort of do a lap of the field with their pants on. Interesting TV. Last we last talked about glory. Then um, they're at Melbourne City on Friday night. Wellington Phoenix host Central Coast Mariners Saturday afternoon. Sydney and Brisbane at, at Allianz on Saturday night. And Adelaide and Western Sydney Wanderers if it's not postponed on uh, on Sunday afternoon or Sunday evening at Hamash. Matildas, before we uh, move on, Um, talking, just flashing back to the uh, Socceroos parting farewell game for previous World Cup when they played against China. Terrible crowds, no enthusiasm, no excitement. Matildas playing China, struggling to get decent numbers at Melbourne, we hear. Um, China are probably a better women's football team than they are a men's football team oh, but there's easily. just never going to be the same excitement as there was with Brazil and the FFA and the Matildas are trying to cash in on the fact that the Matildas are the most exciting soccer mm. team we've got in this country right yeah. now um, but what did I say 12,000 is that what they're saying? Yeah. yeah. That's not that, bad. That's oh, mm. good. No, it, it's, yeah, it's good, but good they're now looking at everything through the prism uh, of uh, Penrith and mm. um, uh, Newcastle, Newcastle. Yeah. Uh, and 16,000, 17,000. So anything less than that, and especially in Melbourne, with its claims of being sporting capital of the world. Was it yeah, Sam Kerr who yes. came out and had a little dig to say, good yeah, you, yeah, you can't call it sporting capital if you don't come out? She, she's the best player in the women's game at the moment. She should. She's the best player in Australia. She should have posters of her everywhere in Melbourne on buses. Yeah. Mm. Have they done that? Do they just expect people to just come yes, out? Yes, I did work. I didn't. Yeah. I was in Melbourne. You've got to work for it. I was in Melbourne yeah. yesterday. Where, where, are the, where are they? Are they at bus stops? Are they no. like yeah. at the Fed airport? Square or something like that? She's the yeah. best player um, in the world. We, yeah. we always talk about, oh my God, Australians only love 
to watch sports where they're the best in the world. So you've got the best in the world. Mm. Now sell it. Absolutely. And where where yeah. are you now? Yeah. We've given you what you've always wanted. Are you coming to see her? Did you see her on the weekend? She was like half halfway there. But like she was had the gas tank on half. Mm. And she still scored two goals. Mm. Yeah. Look, Unbelievable. And, you know, the rest of the Matildas are almost as good as Sam Kerr as well these mm. days you know it's an elite day, it's an elite yeah, no good <laughs> passion passion no, that's, passion's not a crime um, but no the, the Matildas are probably our best football team in the country mm. and, and one of the best in the world probably and the best sporting team at the moment yeah, across all the yeah sports, I think probably true yeah uh, and not just technically good, exciting, passionate, and mm. bloody good people too. Mm. Uh, and yeah, we should be seeing them and should see more of them, definitely. Uh, but yeah, China, not necessarily the best choice to play against, unfortunately. And worst thing could happen is if they beat Australia. That's when the bubble... That's not going to happen. Uh, well, just not going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen, but... <laughs> um, Talking of women's football, we've got a uh, new magazine just came out on Thursday and we've got a huge W League section uh, where we talk to some of the stars of the W League, not necessarily Matildas, but the uh, the players who have interesting stories because they aren't just names on a team sheet, they are actual real people with real stories and we tell some of those stories in the magazine this month thanks to Anne Odong and her team from the women's game. Uh, really uh, it's a fantastic feature. Good magazine. We've also got a huge big spread on Zidane. And what else have we got? We've got Football Tribes. Mm. We meet Aaron Moy's boss, David Wagner. Find out about his love affair with uh, his best mate, Jurgen Klopp. And, oh, lo- loads of stuff. Plenty more. Buy it. Enjoy it. On Great. sale now. Uh, boys, let's leave it there. Thanks for thanks for tuning in. Thanks for watching on uh, Facebook Live for those that have good questions and, uh, and, and really good highlights and lowlights and bizarre lights. <laughs> um, Kev, good to chat. You too. Johnny, thanks for coming in. Pleasure to have you, have you over here. And Con, lovely as always. Thank you. I've been your host, Adam. We'll chat to you next week. Bye-bye. Cue music.